You're listening to Talk Talk. I recently read an interesting poem by the German poet and playwright Bertolt Brecht, a poem which got me thinking. You see, that's one of the TUK illnesses. You start to see TUK everywhere and also in poetry. Well, in any case, um, I don't want to sidetrack again. The poem has a somewhat strange title. It's called Questions of a Reading Worker. Now, the poem describes the thoughts of a worker who is reading a history book. Well, I imagine him as a down-to-earth type of guy with an open and a questioning mind. Now, I just want to give you an overview of the poem without actually translating it from German to English. But what follows is therefore more of a commentary than of a translation. The poem starts out with the worker who is reading the history book asking himself who actually built the city of Theban with its seven doors. That's a city in Greece. In the book, he could only find the names of kings. The kings constructed the city. And the worker wonders if the kings actually carried the bricks themselves. Well, King so-and-so constructed the city. Yeah, sure, we all know that. But, hmm, why does nobody mention the thousands of other people who were involved in the building process? Well, some of you are going to say now, well, it's clear anyway that there were many people involved in the building of a, of a city. I mean, you don't need to mention this. It's clear anyway. Well, then I'm going to ask, well, isn't it also clear that somebody had to pay the cash for it? That somebody, usually a king, had to commission the construction of the city? Isn't it also clear? So what's so special about mentioning a king? Who says a king is more important than the people who actually do the work? Well, the poem goes on. The city of Babylon was destroyed several times, but who was responsible for reconstructing it? Ah, same story here. The kings reconstructed it. No mention of the workers and the people. And the families who were all involved in the reconstruction of a whole city. No mention in the history book. Great Wall of China. Where did the workers go to in the evening? Well, who says that the kings who constructed the Great Wall of China are more important than the workers who spend years of their lives doing hard labor? Or Alexander the Great, he conquered India. How can one person alone conquer a whole country? In the books you can also read that Caesar beat the Gauls. But nobody mentions that he probably also needed a cook who made his food. Well, do you get the point? The history books talk about the big guys, the kings, the queens, the presidents, the dictators. But who gives credit to the many smaller people that were involved in historic events? The uncountable individual contributions, the uncountable individual suffering. Where is that mentioned? The poem goes on, Philip of Spain apparently cried when all of his ships sank in a battle. This you can read in the history book. Well, nobody else cried? Why are his tears more important than the tears of the family members of those people who drowned? The poem concludes with the words, So many questions. <laughs> so many questions, yes. In my view, the poem addresses an interesting and maybe also a bit somewhat of a disturbing point. After having read the poem, I asked myself the question, Well, could it be that some history books are a little bit one-sided, a little bit biased in their account? Or worse yet, I mean, could it be that the books only tell us half the truth? 
they are leaving out so many interesting smaller details. They're leaving out so many interesting things. Now, I know that this is a pretty strong statement, but I think that there is no need to be pessimistic either. And I think it can comfort you by telling you that many historians nowadays and many archaeologists are indeed interested in uncovering the little everyday details of the so-called normal people. Because the big events are often already understood and known. It is the daily life that is shifting into the focus of historic research. And I want to give you an example. During the First World War, there was a pretty ugly Western Front running through Europe. The so-called, in the so-called trench warfare, the soldiers dug themselves into the ground and there was a fierce fighting going on on both sides. Now, nearly a hundred years later, after the war, archaeologists are uncovering the trench lines again because they're interested in finding out how the soldiers actually lived and also died in the front line. There's still so many interesting details to be discovered. It is the daily life of the small person that is now shifting into focus of historic research. You can listen to more episodes at www.toktalk.net. That's www.toktalk.net. My name is Oliver Kim, and I wish you a nice day.